like scary stories, if you like tasty beers, open up your mouth holes and open up your ears for... All right, guys. Okay. Back in the year of our Lord, 2019. That was a long time ago. Long ass time ago. It feels like lifetimes ago. Yeah. yeah. Not nine Billboard months. Billboard no. magazine kept track of how much every musician made. All right. I, how did they keep track? I don't know. Question I can't mark. click on the article. It costs $600, but I can <laughs> click on the highlights. You know, you could see the highlights and, and I'm sure Billboard got their tax returns. Sure. Yeah. And honestly, if you want me to read the article, join our Patreon. Yeah. yeah. That's sure. what it's there for. Yeah. $600. $600. We, need, we need a lot of you to we sign need up. Yeah, we need a lot of new yep. Patreon.com slash booze and brews where you can listen to us read Billboard articles for $600. <laughs> If you give me $600, I'll read the whole fucking magazine. I don't give a shit. ASMR. I'll do it in a silly voice. I'll call your cell phone and read it to you to help you fall asleep. (laughs) I'm not above it. Jeff Bridges sleep tapes. Mama got got bills. Fancy Uh, two sleep tapes. Okay, okay. No, no. Because I am not one of the Billboard highest paid artists of 2019. It's a shame. So who do you think might be? Right. On this list, um, we're gonna go. I can only see the top five because that's what's in Twitter. Correct. Sure. So I could tell you who's the top five. So guesses. All right. All right. Um, Wife. Go. I'm gonna go with Beyonce. Ooh, Queen Bay. Excellent choice. Beehive. Beehive. Not in the top five. Bullshit. <sighs> nope. The Beehive is gonna descend on Billboard and destroy, and destroy them for them. not for for deflating her income. Um. My also, guess. Also, gonna give you a free one. Her husband also not in the top five. Okay, thank oh. you. Freebie. Right. Mr. Beyonce also not in the top no. five. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Bob, your guess. I'm gonna guess that that uh, 69 dude that the kids love. What's his name? The one that's in jail. Is he in jail? Yes. Snitches get stitches. This bitch fucking ratted on everybody. Hey, dude, be let it be known that when you are in jail, your records are still on the shelves. You can make that money. <sighs> well, and whilst I do appreciate a good prison entrepreneur yeah i have no idea who you're talking about it's, however he's not in the top five. it's 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 um uh Ta- tamagotchi 69 <laughs> nope Fuckish. definitely there's no there you are guys, no uh right. japanese pocket some, monsters well, on this I, list. <laughs> pocket monsters i'll have you know i'm shocked um, okay okay taylor swiss taylor swiss no there's no cheese on this list all right all right all right dolly right. parton no, no, good guess, but no, you're getting closer. Oh, Garth motherfucking Brooks. Nope, you went country. I was thinking, think older. Oh, oh. Roy Orbison. Jesus, <laughs> yes, Roy Orbison. <laughs> it's Jimmy. Wow. Buffett. No, I'm just kidding. I wouldn't be shocked though. No, do you guys want to know who number one is? Gwen yes, Stefani. Rolling Stones. Really? Oh, but the yeah, they were doing Stones. like billion dollar oh, tours maybe they and were shit doing like a that. Tour. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they made $60 million touring last year. Holy Number two, shit. Ariana Grande. I, do, I forget she exists. Oh, yeah. I kind of do too. Yeah. But yeah, she made a shit ton of money uh, public, uh, uh, touring as well. Okay. Well, good for her. Uh, Number three, another oldie but goodie, Elton John. Oh, good for him. You know what? I've seen him live and he's very, very good. All right. Number four, not oldies, not goodies. The Jonas Brothers. Oh, oh, what? They're, they're approaching oldies now. They, didn't number, they release like a song? They went Yeah, that's no all idea. it took. Jesus. They made $33 million touring. I'm going to go year. die now. This is, this is an inclusion of sales, streaming, publishing, and touring. So most of the money is Oh, so they touring. all wrote books? <laughs> yes. yes. My life is <laughs> a Jonas Brother. Kind of yes. my, my life with uh, diabetes. A Jonas Brothers uh, tale. Number number five surprised me. Yes. And I literally had to click on the Twitter this, link to be like, who is this? This entire oh. fucking thing has surprised me. All right. But this one's a queen. That makes oh, sense. Oh, that makes total sense. The movie. Yeah. yeah. I, was, I was like, what is Queens Will Rock? And I was like, oh, it's literally Queen. It's, yeah, Queen. Yeah. The the band. Yeah. Also, uh, also on the list is Post Malone and okay. Pink. And Pink. Pink. All right. Yeah. All right. I didn't see and, that coming. Uh, Kiss. Uh, okay. Sure. And Billy Joel. Apparently old people spend money on, on music. music, yeah. That's what I've learned 
from I know, I know this it's list. Like, I, I bet not, Paul McCartney is lower on that list because he did do a tour last year. Yeah, I, you know, I know it's I not cool, know. but like I actually really like Billy Joel, and I've seen him live, and he's really good. Yes. Like I don't know. Like Look, I, I won't I, shame you. All the people make fun of show. Billy Joel for some reason. He's writes nope. good songs. Oh, I can see all the way to ten. Rounding out number ten, Justin Timberlake. There's no, there's no Beatle on this list. Oh, mm. oh. just right. the American Beatles, <laughs> the Backstreet, the, the Insane, yeah. Pardon, pardon. You are. People are gonna come for you oh, now. Oh man, yeah. You can send your hate mail to go fuck yourself at boozebrewpodcast.com. And speaking yep. of going to fuck yourself, hi. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Booze and Brews podcast. We are the podcast where we tell each other ghost stories. We drink thematically appropriate beer. And we did not make $46 million touring last year. But we did tell you to go fuck yourself. But we did tell you to go fuck yourself. We did do that. We did do that. I wonder if the two are related. Mm. Nah. nah. Nah, there's no way. I don't think so. That's just I feel like that list was such bullshit. Like... That was such a bullshit list. Yeah. Full of artists that I'm like, really? If you stuck a millennial, is that what they're called now? Sure. Zoomer. Zoomer? Gen Z, whatever, and been like, pick Billy Joel, and they've been like, who? Exactly. That's like music their grandparents listen to. Is it bloated old alcoholics for grandma? Yeah, like pick pick any member of the Rolling Stones other than Mick Jagger out of a lineup mm-hmm. of four people. Mm-hmm. I bet they wouldn't pick. They wouldn't pick the right guy. Yeah, no, I would because well, I'm they all old. Just look like old meth head grandpas. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of meth head grandpas, these what are these we grandpas doing this are ready for the weekend with these meth. grandpas. These meth head grandpas are ready for the weekend, <laughs> and they're ready because they're meth heads. You know they've committed crimes. Oh, what they happens definitely when you have done a crime? Hey, and now, when if, you, I've, if I've done a crime and I've been arrested, what happens to me? You there's generally a court date set for you yeah. where you have to go to. Uh, if you don't plead, you want to fight your case. Go to court. You want to fight the power. You want to fight yeah. the power. So on that lovely note. We this week, so we are featuring beer number two, numero dos beer from, from Stone. Stone, our only non-IPA beer. Yeah, so I'm happy. Uh, it's the Notorious POG. So I thought to myself, self, what does this remind you of? Well, then I thought Notorious RBG, and she's a Supreme Court justice court courts houses. She is, and there we go. That's that's my brain connection. Yeah, I thought Notorious B.I.G. and I thought we were going to do Ghosts of Rapsmen. So I looked up that thing and it was very disappointing. Oh, really? There's I not a lot we were of rapping ghosts. ghosts Apparently, of, uh, games from the early '90s. Mm. Oh. Remember Pogs? Yeah. Yeah. Oh fuck yeah, man! I think my parents Slammers. Still have those slammers. Oh, I'm a ghost of a rapper and I'm here to say that I like to haunt you in a major way. Uh, that's what fuck Biggie. Yeah. That's what Biggie told uh, Lil' Kim in her dreams. Yep, that's um, the truth. No, so courthouses. Hell yeah. You, decided, you said it on courthouses. So I did. I, I did. I go RBG, Supreme Court, courthouses. There are some haunted ones. Let's do it. Let's, Let's do it. Courthouses. Haunted courthouses. So, haunted ass courthouses. To pop the cherry of my new podcast notebook, I'm going to <laughs> tell you about the Navajo County Courthouse in Navajo County, Arizona. Great. Oh, is that where that is? That's is that in the Navajo part of Navajo? Yeah. Yeah. That's, That's in, in the, the Navajo yeah. County part of Navajo County. Navajo in Greenbow, Alabama. That's in the county of Greenbow. Uh so Navajo County, in case you're wondering, is in uh, I was. Is yeah. located in, in north in the northeastern part of Arizona. Oh, okay. Uh it is a long and skinny uh county. <laughs> With a whopping total of 110,000 people. Look how deep in the geography we've gotten on this show where we're now describing county shapes. It's It's got a little nubbin on the bottom. Well, no, I only talk about it. We're going to get into like gerrymandering soon. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. pretty much. We're going to talk about it. This district has been gerrymandered to hell. Yeah, and we need to fix it. it. Hashtag go vote. Um, So before the county was created, now we're getting into county history. Hell yeah. Um, It used to be part of what is called the Yavapai County. But that county was just too goddamn big. It was too oh, hard too, to manage. Too goddamn big. There's too many goddamn There's people in goddamn county. There's just too much to do. So the territory <laughs> decided that it was going to split said county into six of them. Wow. In Ooh. 1879. It was mostly the state. Um, and one of those being Apache County. Mm. We're not to Navajo County yet. Okay. Okay. That's a different, we're in a different tribe of Indians. Those are a whole different kind of people. Whole yeah. different people. Um, so that county, Apache County, was mostly uninhabited, which was perfect for the cattle dudes coming from Texas with their moo cows. They're like, hey, 
look at this uninhabited grasslands in Arizona. Like, My cows will love this. It Here's wasn't some more land we can steal from brown people. Yes, it's not full of Apaches. Uh, well, I mean, they we killed it. most of them. They they found out real quick that the land wasn't uninhabited. Uh, it was in fact full of Apaches. Yeah, it was. Uh, and, but, but where Navajo. they got the fucking namesake <laughs> and Navajo. So the Texas cattlemen would frequently be attacked by Apache and Navajo tribes. Sure. Well, um, they trespass in man. Texas yeah, rules. They they just came and said, Mine, I'm rights. white. And yes, squatters rights. Squatters rights. Tomahawk <laughs> to the face. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> nine tenths of this motherfucker. Face tomahawk. Face, face hawk. Um, and if that weren't enough, the Texas cattle dudes also started fighting with Mexican and Native American sheep farmers. Mm. So it was it was not uninhabited. It was inhabited by Mexican and, and Native sheep dudes, sheepsmen. Sheepsmen. Okay. Plus other just un non-farmer, non-cattle sheep farmer, yeah. uh, Apache and Navajo. These were known as so, the cheese wars because like just, one of them were Luke like Manchego and then the other, sheep milk. Yeah, they were like Manchego. The other guys were like cheddar, Manchego, and then they fought over they this. They slapped each other with cheese. And they slapped ah. each other with with brie. Like that thing on TikTok that people would take slices of cheese and, and throw them at, at their, their babies. babies. <laughs> you didn't see that? I did. It's okay. good. It's good, con- uh, good you content. You looked at me as if you were like, I don't... Uh, no, I did. I tried to do a thing where I put a piece of string cheese on Sydney. Oh. She didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I was like, people putting cheese on their babies. And you're like, hey, baby, come here. No. And Sydney was like, I'm unamused by this. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Don't blame her. I would be True on a cat music. fashion, man. <laughs> um, so the solution to all of this fighting was to create a new county. Yep. Sure. So uh, on March 21st, 1895, Navajo County. Now we are finally to Navajo County. We did it. All yes. right. We did it. We got there, guys. We got there. We and had to get through the great cheese wars, but we made it. That's right. Lots of cheese lost their lives mm-hmm. uh, to bring us Navajo County. That's um, how Swiss got holy. Yeah. Saw, shot through with so many b- guns and arrows and things. Yeah. I thought it was because the missionaries came through. Get it? No. Got holy? No. Ah, uh, get out. You know what? No. Fuck you guys. That was a goddamn great joke. You would stand by it? I stand by it. You would stand by it. That shit kicked ass. <laughs> so good. The town of Holbrook was set up as the main seat of the county. And was your very typical Wild West town. Yeah. Um, yes. The article that I got all of this information from described the townsfolk of Holbrook as, quote, a crusty bunch of men. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm thinking unshowered and maybe some syphilis. I'm just wondering, like, you know, something bad Crabs. happens. They got to round up the posse and they just call them the crusty bunch. <laughs> That's a great. We're the crusty bunch. I like. Toast. I would watch a Western called the Krusty Bunch, though. I gotta be honest with you. You know what? To be honest, I would not fight them. No, no. no. I feel like whatever sort of injury you get is going to become infected. I, sm- I smell <laughs> them on the wind. Is real. Yeah. No. I smell them on the wind. The Krusty Bunch are approaching. <laughs> I smell them. They's coming from the north. <laughs> they smell crusty. Uh, gambling. I smell the crusts. <laughs> I can hear the crusty crunches. On the moonlight. Yeah, it sounds like they're on horses, but it's just their clothes. <laughs> Gambling was popular. There were more hooers than, quote, proper ladies in town. Oh. And people would go do their drinking at the local saloon aptly named the Bucket of Blood. Hell Classy. yeah. Classy. Yeah. I mean, you know. You know what you're getting the second you, you walk in. I'm into this shit. You know what you have signed up for when you walk into the, the bucket, bucket of blood, blood saloon. Yeah. Shit, yeah. You better come out knife hepatitis. N- Hep- mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. Delicious. Uh, so clean up the town. Uh, Navajo County brought in Sheriff Commodore Perry Owens. Oh, who, the Commodore. Yeah. Who was also sheriff of Apache County. Um, oh, he he's did a double such, dip in sheriff. Yeah, wow. he did a real good. He's got job. a lot of responsibility. So they brought him in uh, in 1895. Three years later, the Navajo County Courthouse was built uh, because now that they're actually arresting people, they do need a courthouse to try people. Mm. Yeah, they got to put them on trial. Yeah, gotta put the whole system on trial. Put the system on trial. Uh, anyway, so the basement of this courthouse was where the jails were, and the courtroom upstairs held trials until 1976. Ooh, yeah. 
Oh my God, I had to smell so bad. Yeah, can you imagine? Especially in the jails. And the way- Just a hundred years of crusty criminals. Yeah, just, just- in their Bacon crusty in that basement, Arizona heat. Yeah, mm. you know there's no circulation mm. in that basement. Baked crust. Baked crust. Mm. It's not like a pie. Uh, the most famous trial in Navajo County was that of George Smiley, who was convicted and sentenced to hang in 1899 for the murder of a railroad section foreman named McSweeney. Yep. Oh, the Smiley McSweeney no, case. McS- yeah. Oh, the very famous. Goddamn O'Driscolls. Goddamn. Yeah, exactly. Life back then was Red Dead 2. Uh, so now in 1899, the territory of Arizona had a law that required sheriffs to send invitations of any executions to the other Arizona sheriffs and territorial <laughs> you officials. You cordially invited yes. to me killing a man. Yes, but uh, there was no form invitation, so it was really left up to the druthers of the sheriff to come up with a proper invitation. Oh, got you. They couldn't use an Evite template. No, there was no templates. There was there were no like pre-made existing little you know things that you could do. Yeah, uh, that's, that's what template means. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Are you now going to explain dark or or? Yes. Yeah, so would you talk? like to show us what the dark looks like or how quiet it is? So I want you to close your eyes. Yes. <laughs> that's what dark looks. Oh, like. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um. So in but it's 18- like really dark. I can't see anything. So in 1899. <laughs> The sheriff was a man named Frank Watrin. Frank decided to get creative with Smiley's execution invitation. He had it professionally printed on gilt-bordered paper. Oh my gosh, is there where we got the Smiley face from? I wish, but no. <laughs> that that Forrest was from Gump Forrest Gump. That's where we got the Smiley <laughs> oh, face Oh, that's from. right. No, the invitation... had me about 15 Dr. Peppers. <laughs> the invitation read... You are hereby cordially invited. So you're not you're not off to a bad start, oh. Vanessa. Uh, to attend the hanging of one George Smiley murderer. His murderer. Murderer. Parenthetical murderer. Uh, it was comma murderer. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Uh, his soul will be swung into eternity. Swung oh, into shit. eternity? Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> On December 8th. Like a pinata of faith. <laughs> Jesus' pinata. Uh, on December 8th, 1899 at 3 o'clock p.m. sharp. Latest improved methods in the art of scientific strangulation will be employed and everything possible we will be... We got strangle him up real good. Real good. And everything possible... We brought, a, we brought a New York scientist down to swing this boy. <laughs> oh. I think their scientific thing is just like we bought a brand new rope. Yep, there's a whole... It new- is a fine rope. Yeah, and the everything possible will be done to make the surroundings cheerful and the execution a success. Oh, good. I hate uncheerful executions. Yeah, no. It, it's it, like a pet peeve of mine. It really is. They so, got a guy cruising around with the lotes and shit. Like, it's going to be good. Yeah, man. Uh, a local reporter got a hold of said invitation, wired it to the uh, Associated Press, and it went 1899 viral. Oh, uh, shit. Newspapers in... It's the first meme. Newspapers in France and England picked it up, and needless to say, President McKinley and the governor of Arizona were unhappy. Uh, I was like, how many people showed up to this fucking... So what had happened was so much, they were so upset, President McKinley and the governor were so mad that they actually stayed Smiley's execution for 30 days, and Frank was reprimanded. Oh no, you done a bad Evite. They were Frank. like, Yeah, your Evite was very bad. So but instead of being embarrassed, Frank got mad. Sheriff Frank was pissed. Uh, so he came up with a second invite, this one more mournful and sarcastic than the last. Uh, oh god. Yeah, Frank also had this invitation professionally printed, uh, this time with a black edged paper. Oh, fans. And waited to send the invitation until he was sure that the governor and any other officials wouldn't receive it until after the execution was carried out. So he couldn't get in trouble again. This one read, <clears throat> uh, revised statutes of Arizona, penal code, blah, 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 makes it obligatory on sheriff to issue invitations to executions. Form, unfortunately, not prescribed. <laughs> With feelings of y'all didn't tell me how to do it, so I did. I, so I did it my way, and then you get mad, and then you don't tell me how to fix it. 
So with feelings of profound sorrow and regret, <laughs> I hereby invite you to attend and witness the private, decent, and humane execution of a human being. Name, George Smiley. Crime, murder. The said George Smiley will be executed on January 8th, 1900 at 2 o'clock p.m. You are expected to deport yourself in a respectful manner and any flippant or unseemly language or conduct on your part will not be allowed. Conduct on anyone's part bordering on ribaldry and tending ribaldry ribaldry and ah! tending to mar the solemnity of the occasion credibility credibility of the occasion will not be tolerated. And then he signs it F J Watron. And then uh, P S. I would suggest that a committee consisting of Governor Murphy, editors Dunbar, Randolph, and Hull wait on our next legislature and have a form of invitation to execution embodied into our laws. <laughs> Damn. Wow. Shots fired. Shots fired. Uh, so George Smiley was executed on January 8th, uh, 1900. Um, and as mentioned, the courthouse was retired in 1976 uh, when a whole government center was built south of Holbrook. So now that you have a whole center, you don't need a one-roomed courthouse. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so instead of tearing down the building... Uh, or leaving it to the elements, the Holbrook uh, Chamber of Commerce, Visitor Center, and Historical Society moved in. Today, the courthouse will teach you all about the con- uh, county's past by showing ancient, ancient pottery, art, and talking, uh, taking you through the old jail. So those are still, you know, open for uh, tours. But what this museum won't teach you about are the ghosts. Ooh. Yay, ghost days. Give so so ghosts. they don't like to talk about these ghosts? Not really. Um... One of the resident ghosts is George Smiley. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Apparently unhappy uh, with all of the hubbub uh, over his execution. Oh, the ribaldry. The ribaldry. <laughs> uh, he- I, I was out here and I was getting ribald on my execution. I did not appreciate it. I will not haunt your building. I- I'm going to be here ribald for-, for my pleasure. Get out. Ah, no, stay. Stay forever. That was delightful. <laughs> so Ribbled Miss- it for my pleasure. <laughs> so ah! George's ghost uh, has been seen throughout the building, just wandering around. Uh, he's no. also seen pacing up and down the stairs. I'm assuming trying to get his cardio and steps in oh, he's in the to afterlife. Get his steps. He's trying to he's trying to fill up the move circle. Exactly. He's, he's a ghost with a heart. A good yeah, heart. He needs yeah. cardio. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That was the, yeah, that that was the joke. Good job, Bob. Thank you. Uh, George's ghost has also been blamed for slamming doors uh, shut, making strange noises that are heard throughout the building, and moving random objects in the museum. So he's kind of like poltergeisty, and then also just sort of floaty wandering, I'm lost, and also maybe needs to get some steps in. Okay, but he doesn't really interact with the people there. No, no. Um, I'm sure he's just like... All right, when is my execution? So he's just pacing, being like, am I going to die yet? Because it was a whole month. Okay, you're going to die December 8th. Awesome. Just kidding. You're actually going to die January 8th. Cool. Um, cool story, bro. Cool story. Yeah. Uh, there's also the ghost of a woman named Mary, who is believed to have killed herself in one of the jail cells. Um, oh, no. People have seen Mary's ghost looking forlornly out of one of the windows. Oh. Um, and she has also made her presence known inside of the cell. Um, a former worker of the museum explained that one day as he was walking into the cell, the air around him went ice cold as if he walked into a deep freezer. And he was so cold that he couldn't really move. Ooh, that's oh, very wow. cold. Yeah. Um, he was frozen with ghostiness. Yeah. She enveloped her ice cold cold ghosty boobs around him and was like hold me closer and it's hard to move boobs when they're frozen that's been my experience yeah they're pretty much (laughs) that's been my experience you have a lot of frozen booby experience yep yep uh don't ask about it though moving on (laughs) yes uh the same worker uh, tells another story this time a little a little creepier uh, that inc- involves a ghost of unknown origin. So we're not sure if this ghost is Mary, we're not sure if this ghost is George, or possibly this ghost is one of the murdered uh, Native Americans, I'm sure, whose blood soaked into the land in which they are, uh, the building stands. I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, so this worker man, whose name is Steve, 
uh, Steve, Steve, the worker man was building something. He was like setting up a shelf of, of some kind in the museum and planks of wood were lying about. And he was listening to the uh, Native American flute music that plays in the Native American exhibit in the museum. So oh, that's nice. Yeah. So oh. as he's like working, listening to the music, I think just uh, by looking at this man, I think he has uh, Native American origins. Okay. okay. Um, He's listening to the music of his people. Of his people. Um, so another employee, I'm assuming a white woman, uh, walked in and told Steve um, to turn off the music, quote, saying, I don't like that music. It's creepy. Okay. So Karen showed Karen up. Karen showed no. up. She said no. And Steve said, don't worry. It's just the spirits. And as soon as he said that, the plywood from his feet lifted up flew across the room, hit a wall 10 feet away, and then kind of turned around and came back flying another 12 feet at Steve landing on top of his feet. I was sort of hoping it was going to hit Karen. <laughs> I wish it would have hit Karen. When you said at his feet, I thought he was standing on it and it like hoverboarded him across the room. <laughs> Hell yeah. He went and like, go like, surfing. Awesome. Fucking back to the future. Yeah. Plywood surfing. That's a Hell new yeah. sport. X game sport. Plywood surfing. Would watch. Uh, but yes, don't worry, <laughs> Karen. There. Don't worry. It's just the spirits. Spirits were not happy with Karen. No. But they took. They didn't take it out on Steve. It's not like the wood hit Steve. It just like yeah, placed. I was like, it's not Steve's fault. No, it placed it gently at his feet. But still, they were like, yes, it is just the spirits. Listen to my fucking flute music. Karen. Enjoy the yeah. flute. Yeah. Yeah, leave me and my goddamn recorder music alone, Karen. Enjoy, enjoy the, 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 the Navajo and their mystical pan flute. Yes. Uh, yeah, and that so that is the story of the Navajo County Courthouse in Navajo County, Arizona, which you can still go visit to this day because it's Arizona and they don't care about Apparently shit. they have a Native American exhibit which has amazing flute music, which you should definitely listen to. Yeah, go absolutely. and listen to and look at the, the Native American art that they have on exhibit, the ancient pottery of theirs. Go. And just enjoy it. Just enjoy your time. Uh, and if you insist on going, just wear a goddamn mask. Wear a mask. Fuck. Yeah. That ain't much to ask. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. I like that one. Thanks. So I like the ribaldry. Yeah, who doesn't? Sweet. Oh, man. We'll stick around. We'll have another story about ribaldry coming There'll up. There'll be more ribbles. Hey, everybody. It's your old pal, Cowboy Bob of the Krusty Bunch, here for the Booze and Brews podcast. And I'm here to tell you, you need to submit a review on the iTunes. Just do it right. Five stars and say something nice. We need the words because the words move us up the charts. And thank you to everybody who's doing it so far. Well, they, hey, guess what? They also have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash booze and brews. And the great things you get on there are drawings and live videos. It's got sounds and uh, videos and stuff. It's, it's really incredible. You're going to love it. Hey, by the way, if you want to talk to them on the internet, there's a bunch of ways you can do that. They got a Twitter. Booze and Brews. I got a Facebook. It's also Booze and Brews. Got, got an Instagram. Booze and Brews podcast. Got, got, got an email if you want to talk to them that way. Yep, Booze and Brews podcast at gmail.com. Well, it's time for old Cowboy Bob to hit the dusty trail. Bye, y'all. All right, man, back with more. What's this episode about again? Courthouse. It's not Cowboys. That was just me um, being an idiot. Good because that's what I did—a courthouse. Yep. Yay. Before the show started, you Mine looked at me and went, <laughs> "We're doing haunted courtrooms and this well, beer, right?" I, did, so. okay. I mean, that's what I did, and it's, we've established whatever I do is what I'm doing. So that is I'm not pivoting at this point. No. Good. So I'm going to tell you about the Mitchell Courthouse in Baltimore. Ah, Baltimore. Yes. Baltimore, Maryland. Mm. Um, so it's the uh, it's a federal courthouse. So originally, the new federal courthouse was commissioned in. 1894 dates are hard 1894 yeah. uh so basically maryland was like we need a new federal courthouse our old one is not big enough this uh, one's full so, of shit yep full so they got men. 70 79 designs were submitted and they picked a winner yay, yay! who was the winner the, me <sighs> some company i'd never heard of oh. but it was basically oh. what's weird about it is they got 79 submissions but the winner was this like greek revival style it's literally just a building with pillars like there's nothing special about <laughs> oh. it no, you like, know, how did this win? What the, did the others look like? The legal people are boring people because all they do is read and interpret law. So they were like, 
that looks good enough. Like that you is look, the most, yeah. you know, advanced and imaginative as these lawyers can be. So they're just well, like, good enough. But lawyers Without didn't being choose, too fancy. like the winner was chosen by like the county architect or something, which I don't okay, know why that's the no, thing. Okay. This is a man who understands fine He loves columns. Loves columns. Hell yeah. Loves them. They're, and he was li- Greek. It's literally so just a building sense. with columns. It's he used, really boring. He looking. used to model houses out of cheese in his spare time. And so he'd use, then, a, he'd use a brick of cheddar and then he would use a bunch of string cheese for columns. And he had cheese house. And he was like, this reminds me of cheese house. And then he was like, let's make it our federal court court cheese. <laughs> federal cheese house. Cheese house. Federal <laughs> cheese house. <laughs> Uh, so the cornerstone was laid on the corner of Calvert and East Lexington mm-hmm. in 1896, and then it was officially like dedicated or like it started open for business in 1900. Okay, so that's how old this fucking building is. Um, Quite so old. So pretty quickly after it was opened, the public declared it quote too austere. What? <laughs> so it's they boring were, as boring. balls. So they decided to commission two murals okay. to have them put within the building okay. to jazz things up a little bit. And the two murals that they chose, one oh, is God. of the burning of the Peggy Stewart, okay, okay. which is a boat on fire. Yep. Sure. Well, I mean, that's I much mean, more that's exciting. exciting. Yeah. Jazzy. Holy shit, a boat on fire. <laughs> that's a fuck on fire. It's man. on water, but it's on fire. It doesn't make any <laughs> sense. My water? fucking brain. Ah! Uh, and the other was of George Washington resigning the office of the presidency. Resigning, not accepting. Nope. Giving up. He's like, I'm done with this shit. <laughs> Weird choices for murals to like jazz the place up. Oh my god! They're just murals of quitting. I quit being the president. I quit being a boat. Quit being a boat. It's it's very indicative of America. Yeah, Yeah. a nation of quitters. Uh, Then to jazz things up some more, I assume in 1908 they commissioned a bronze statue of Selicus Calvert. Who's Selicus Calvert? I'm so glad you asked. He's the second Lord of Baltimore and the first proprietor of the Providence of Maryland. Oh! So basically, his family owned Maryland before Maryland was a state. Great. And when they were like, awesome. (laughs) Oh, so not he what has I would a statue, done. and that statue is where they celebrate Maryland Day every year. There's a Maryland. There's Day? Maryland Day. Apparently, it's in March. They set boats on fire. <laughs> they make the president resign. They make president. I'll, I'll take that. I'll show up that except, day. Except they didn't. Uh, so then the building stayed as it was until the 1950s, when they were like, "We should probably do some renovations and some updating." Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a bit old, crusty. Uh, so they did some renovations, but apparently one of the big renovations was to turn all of the like courtyards, the open air courtyards, into storage rooms for office supplies. And what? I quoteth Wikipedia, other alterations characterized as ill-conceived. Ill- <laughs> <laughs> We're going to put outside storage units. Yeah. So they did shitty reno in the 1950s. C- cool. Um, and then in 1985, it was rededicated and officially named the Clarence M. Mitchell Jr. Courthouse. Okay. That's why it's the Mitchell Courthouse now. Uh, I think up until then, it was just the Maryland Federal Courthouse or the Baltimore Federal Courthouse. Okay, they gave it a name. Now is this man an asshole? I'm so glad that you asked. This gentleman is de- definitely not an asshole. Oh, good. Oh, so nice. Clarence M. Mitchell Jr. was 85. So Clarence M. Mitchell Jr. was a civil rights activist and the chief lobbyist for the NAACP for 30 years. Oh. oh. So he, they used to call him, through the 50s and the 60s, they used to nickname him the 101st Senator. Oh, cool. Because he was like always on the Hill lobbying. And it's because of him, like his power and the power of the NAACP is why we have the Civil Rights Act of 1957 the Civil Rights Act of 1960, the Civil Rights Act of 1964, the Voting Rights Act of 1965, and the Civil Rights Act of 1968, which includes the Fair Housing Act, which was like his big thing. Wow. So he's decidedly not an asshole. Good. Th- this building deserves hey. to have his name on it. Hey, good yeah. Good choice. Yeah. Good. Which, uh, Wait, and then, so they, be- and then they added a mural of him on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Of him resigning his office while on fire. Yeah. <laughs> no, but so uh, because of all of this, in 1980, he was uh, um, honored with the Presidential Medal of Honor. Good. From pro- 80, it's uh, Carter. Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter. Um, what sucks about this is he died in 84, and mm. they rededicated the building in 85. So oh, he had to they be couldn't have done it a year, two years before? To get the goddamn building named after him. Um, but it is because of this rededication and the renaming of this courthouse that it is now haunted. 
Oh, oh. a renaming rededication brings on a haunting, eh? Yeah, I w- and I will tell you why. Because the ghost that haunts this location is the ghost of Mr. Roger Brook Tarney? Sure. Sure. Mr. Roger Brook Tarney, who is decidedly an asshole. Oh. oh. I'm going to guess because it's named after a black man. This man might be a smidgen racist. Oh, man, you done giving away the headline. Oh. So, Mr. Roger Brook Tarney was the fifth Chief Justice of the United States Supreme Court. He was uh, Chief Justice from 1836 to 1864. Ooh. Okay. Yep. Yep. Some important things happened in that tenure. Uh-huh. So, uh, Mr. Roger Brook Tarney is from a wealthy slave-owning family, though he himself did not own slaves. Okay. He talked about that a whole bunch. Oh, boy. I love it. He's like, yeah, I'm racist, but I didn't own people. Yeah, so he was a I simply knew people that owned people, and they were good people. And <laughs> okay, well, my daddy owned people, but I didn't directly own people. And look, there are good people in the people who own people. Yeah, there's good guys on both sides. <laughs> so he was originally a Federalist, until he parted ways with the party because of the War of 1812. What? This motherfucker's ancient. Holy shit. He was born in 1777. He's basically as old he's as America. He's America. <laughs> oh my. Uh, so That's what he's I'm America. America. <laughs> so after the War of 1812, he became a Democrat. Oh, okay. So then because he was a Democrat, he supported the Democrat extraordinaire asshole of his day, Mr. Andrew Jackson. Ah, yes. Uh, so Mr. Andrew Jackson, he was like a big supporter of him. He helped campaign for him. He was like a, a senator or governor. So he was always in politics, mm-hmm. uh, supporting the Jackson campaign. Supporting. Um, so then once Jackson life. became president, he was appointed attorney general. Okay. And then when the secretary of treasury resigned, Jackson made him like the interim secretary. Okay. But then Senate, the Senate was like, fuck that guy. He could not be the secretary of treasury. <laughs> we can't give him the purse strength. <laughs> And, like, refused to confirm him as Secretary of Treasury. Nice. So then Jackson said, fine, I'll fucking make him the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court. Now, just hear me out. What if we use the state treasury to buy... That's worse. No, that's worse. They did a worse thing. Shut up. Shut up for a second. I have a great suggestion. I'm going to use the state treasury to buy some people. (laughs) What do you think about that? Uh, We say no. I'm Andrew Jackson, and I think it's a great idea. buying people. No, they made him Chief Justice. Well, shit. I'm going to make it legal to buy people. Markedly worse. Well, it was already legal to buy people. Yeah. So he became the Supreme Court Chief Justice in 36. And he was actually pretty well respected for a big chunk of his being on the Supreme Court. He replaced a guy who was like crazy on that side of it. So he seemed like a little more centrist. Okay. And everyone was really on board with him. Until 1857, when Dred Scott came about, and he not only voted for it, pushed the entire Supreme Court to vote for it, but then wrote the majority opinion oh. about it. You just, you just nail in your own fucking racist yeah. coffin there, buddy. And if you're, if you're unfamiliar with what Dred Scott is, it's basically the Supreme Court case that said slavery is legal and black people are not citizens. Yeah. That's what came out of that of Dred Scott yeah. losing that Supreme Court case. He's, yeah. Yeah. So basically, this is, uh, this was 57. Yeah. So this is basically what pushed the South into being like, yeah, we're the best. And the North being like, but we don't like slavery. This is what pushed the nation towards the Civil War was Mm. the Dred Scott decision. Mm -hmm. Good job, buddy. Yeah. So he basically started the Civil War. You dickhead. But then... But now, hear me out now. What if if we owned people? (laughs) So then the Civil Civil War starts, and Lincoln is president, and everyone else who's a Southerner fucks off to the South. Yeah. Oh, oh, but not Mr. Roger, my Mr. Roger Brooke Tawney. He stays, and he stays Supreme Court Justice. Whoa. And he, like, tries to use his position to fight against Lincoln's use of executive power to you, to start the Civil War. This man, Donald Trump, is jerking off to this oh, yeah. man's memory right now. Yeah. Uh, so he died whilst still being Chief Justice. Okay. He died on October 12th, 1864. Great. So Lincoln did outlive him. Yes, he did. Uh-huh. Just by a little bit. He bagged him on the, you know, in his coffin. 
Well, what's funny is, so he died on October 12th, which is actually the same day that Maryland voted to approve uh, the abolition of slavery within their state. <laughs> so he died the day that his state made slavery illegal. That's what killed him. That's what he killed him. died of a broken heart. Oh, God. I think so. So uh, he oh, served so sad. Yeah. He Where served as Padme? a chief justice no. for 28 years and 198 days. Which makes him the second longest serving chief justice. Who is number wow. one? Number one is John Marshall, who's the dude he replaced. Okay. Mm. Um, John Marshall is kind of nuts. Yeah. Um, so uh, Lincoln was still president while he died. Yeah. And he's the chief justice of the Supreme Court. He was still sitting on the bench when he died. And Lincoln's wow. got to hurry um, up and rush to find a new dude. Lincoln did not go to his funeral, did not speak about his death, did not make any formal he remarks about it. He does not him. exist. Yeah. And and he appointed this guy named, I assume it's Salmon. It's yep. spelled like Salmon. Uh, salmon. Salmon Chase, who was like a crazy... Why would you name your kid after a fish? So my name was Salmon Cod Chase. Salmon Chase. <laughs> Maybe that was his hobby. He no. loved to chase, to chase Salmon. salmon. <laughs> uh, when I catch it, I like to fuck it. <laughs> Fuck that salmon. It's a real small slippy. Mm. Slippy. I enjoy so the feeling of the scales against the shaft. So Mr. Salmon Chase, the fish fucker, uh, was ah! like heavily anti-slavery. Yeah, like crazy was. to the other side, and then he became Chief Justice. So it was like I mean, a little look, bit nail in the coffin. I will fuck a fish, but my own people? That's <laughs> absurd. This is insane. That's crazy. That's just crazy. <laughs> Finally, um, a man like, with some sense. <laughs> and he, as the sitting fucker. chief justice of the Supreme Court, after everyone who had died before him, they commission a statue and they put it in the Supreme Court. So the now, four chief justices before him have statues. Not, mm-hmm. But we're in the middle of the Civil War and the government is being run by a bunch of Republicans instead of Democrats. Yeah. So they were like, no, he nah. doesn't get a statue. You, you don't get shit, son. And uh, if there's any justice, but I'm um, to this story, it's that he died penniless because he converted all of his money into war bonds and for the South. Yes! <laughs> oh God, sweet justice! So he died with like a ten thousand dollar life insurance policy and every other piece of his entire family state. This guy who, who like biggest, most important families of the state, he converted it all into like oh, into a lost war bonds cause. for Virginia. Yeah. Oh man, well, poetic, delicious. I yeah, love so it. Delicious. You ask, you know, why does this man haunt the courthouse? I mean, I'm sure you figured out why. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but the courthouse was built after he was already dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. His house, his family home, and the home that he lived in whenever he wasn't like in term at the um, in D.C. Yeah. Is directly across the street from where this courthouse oh. is now. <laughs> and his ghost didn't show up until 85 when it was rededicated after a black man and a civil rights oh leader. Oh, my God. Oh, my so God. So the ghost of Mr. Roberts, honey, is pretty grumpy about everything. Yeah. I can. Yeah. Um, so uh, I got most of this from an article okay Baltimore Sun your website is awful it's garbage I found an article talking about this haunting and then I could not on your website find it after like 35 minutes of searching what the fuck I had to find some other website that I had ported to your website garbage you should fix that yeah then maybe you'll get some more readers this is why the paper is dying because uh, your internet site's broken. Because <laughs> yeah. I couldn't get an article you published in 2008. Yeah, yeah. you fuckers. I'm mad about it. <laughs> um, so this article interviews a judge named uh, Judge Wanda Keys Heard. Okay. And what did she hear? And she, wow. <laughs> she heard a bunch of ghost stories. Yeah. <laughs> so she says that the ghost is mostly active in her courtroom, which is courtroom 600, and then her adjoining judge chamber. Please tell me she's not black. Of course she's black. Oh, no! He's fucking with the black judge, that piece of shit! And courtroom 600 is the big courtroom. Wait, she's a black woman? Yes. She's a black this, woman, and she's the chief justice of this court. Yeah, she's in charge of all the other judges of this court. So oh, my, oh, my God! Oh, my God! This guy has got to be losing his fucking ghost-ass mind! Yes, he definitely is. So she says it's always cold in this room, and the cold, like, follows her and her black employees around. Oh, mm. Jesus. So, like, she'll be like, it's cold. It'll be, I'm surrounded by cold, but it's, like, warm everywhere else. But, like, even in the summer, even when the heat's on in the winter, yep. it's cold. I feel cold. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. 
Um, this is and- so fucked up. Like, I'm, I'm physically, like, upset. It's <laughs> like, this is fucking creepy-ass ghost. Ghost, ghost <laughs> racist um, man. So- in this article, they also interview a lawyer named Adam Cohen, who one time was in chambers with Judge Hurd. And he they were talking about something else, and she like had mentioned that her chambers were haunted. And he was like, oh, I don't actually believe in ghosts. And he said, all of a sudden, like this cold enveloped me. He said it was like, I was in a grocery store, and I opened the freezer case where like I could feel warmth around me, but I was cold. Oh, and she's man. like, yeah, that's what it is. And she just saw this look come over his face, and she was like, do you see him? Do you see the ghost? Oh. He was like, I don't fucking know, and he had to leave. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> um, Your Honor, I respect you, but I gotta fuck off. Yeah. Your chambers are haunted as fuck. The other really good story I pulled from that article was um, she was at one point giving a tour of the, and I guess there's the big dome is above part of her courtroom because she's in the big courtroom. Yeah. Um, and the dome has his name on it. the The name of uh, of the race. Roger Tawney. Yeah, the race. Because he was a big judge in Maryland mm-hmm. before he became the Supreme Court. No, he, he was just physically large. He was just a big, yeah. fat, just a man. big fat man. He's not, he's like a really, I mean, he was like pushing 90 when he died. Oh, he was wow. a really old, like skin melting off of his fucking face. Yes. Oh, okay. Halfway to ghost before he died. Fucking end of Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. Yeah. With like Edgar Allan Poe hair. It's like not a good look. Oh, no. Yeah. He would not fuck it. No, no. 10 out of 10 would, would not. Fuck not. It. So she's giving a tour and she's talking about the Capitol the dome and she's like pointing out his name on the dome and she's basically being like, yeah, he was a huge fucking racist explaining yeah. Dred Scott to them. And then she says, um, quote, he might have a little bit of a problem with me presiding as judge now. <laughs> and then behind her, her assistant has a glass top desk and the glass top of the desk just exploded. Oh, fuck. Like oh, into my. a billion pieces oh, and there was God. no one even close to it. So he was just like, yeah, I have a little bit of a problem. Yeah, with I got it. goddamn right. I can't stand it. <laughs> oh, a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiots. Well, and I would be curious to know if it is haunted still because the Honorable Judge Wanda Keys Heard has very recently retired oh. as a judge. Um, she retired at the end of 2019, so her last day was like December 31st. Okay. His but, ghost stopped having a fucking aneurysm uh, every day. No, maybe. I would love to find out if it's still haunted. Jesus. But an uh, interesting little side story about Judge Wanda Keys Heard. Two weeks before she retired, she was presiding over a case for a sex offender um, from this man who was being convicted of sodomy and false imprisonment because he drugged and raped two teenage girls that he dragged to an abandoned house. Oh, he's a bad man. Yep. So she sentenced him to 70 years in prison. Good. He had a grumpy fit about it, and he picked up the metal water pitcher on his table. He threw it. It hit her in the fucking head. Oh, my God. She immediately called a recess, went back to her chambers, got medical attention, rallied like a fucking boss bitch, came back in, finished his conviction, and then pressed charges against him for assault. That's amazing. Good. Yeah, she's baller. She's baller as shit. I like this lady. that she's not being haunted by this crazy old man ghost anymore. Yeah, she's now warm. Yeah. He's not exploding any more tables in her house. No. I, I, I want to know who... I bet he possessed the sex offender. I, I want well, to... He's also black. I don't think that he would because the sex offender was also black. Oh. Yeah, he oh, yeah, oh, no. Never mind. My pristine... White ectoplasms. Oh no, they're everywhere. <laughs> I can't get away from them. I want to know who replaced her. Like, did they replace her with another black like, judge? With and, another black yeah. judge? Yeah, I don't is know. He still she mad? was the she, like her dad was the first like black superintendent of schools, and she was the first female chief justice. Of this is an accomplished family. Yeah, and her <laughs> uh, family. She came from slaves. Like her mm-hmm. heritage comes from slavery. Like, oh my god! She's very open about the fact that like her ancestors were slaves, and now she works in a building with like yeah. Slavy Mcslaverson's name on the fucking. Captain, I, ga- I guarantee Slave. you, he was having ghost aneurysms every, every fucking day. Fucking day. Jesus fucking Christ! Pissed. And she's a woman. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh, I would have stayed longer. I wouldn't yeah. have retired. I, I would have died on the bench. <laughs> Fuck this no, guy. No, man. She wants to retire to spend more time doing community service. Give him oh, back. Oh, she's, she's a, a nice good lady. Person. Oh, damn it. Yeah, she's such a good person. God. And that ghost is such an asshole. Asshole. 
Oh, I killed anyway, him again. Anyway, that's my ghost story. Oh, I like it. Oh, it's very so let's, good. So let's talk about this beer. You know what else I really like? What do you what really like? fucking beer. I like this beer. It is very good. It, oh, it doesn't taste like beer. It tastes like delicious juice. It, it is. Does, it looks like juice. It does. When I poured it, uh, Bob was like, that is not what I expected that beer It to looks look like. like grapefruit juice. It does. It really does. So it is not grapefruit juice. It is, what is it? It is uh, passion, Vice. orange, and guava. You get guava big time. So you smell that's the, the notorious P-O-G. That's what that stands for. Passion, orange, and guava. Yep. It definitely smells guava-y. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Big time. And it has like a sort of orange juicy flavor to it. Yeah, it's a it's a Berliner Weiss, right? Yeah. So, but it's not super tart. It, um, it is tart, little, but it's not. It's like, a little on the tart side. It is, it's a but it's not like kick you in the face tart. No, it's not like that 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 shit you drink. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not a sour. It actually tastes like what a Berliner Weiss should taste like. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Every every time Stone has dipped their toe into the into the German style beer, they've just killed it. And this is a really really great. It's just delicious. Yeah. It's also fabulous on like a hot summer day because it's like crisp, it's tart, it's refreshing. Mm-hmm. 4.7%. You can pound It's fucking them. perfect. So perfect. Yeah. Um, it is delightful. So, Way to go, Stone. Yeah. And this is actually a collaboration that they brewed with a comedian named Jonah Ray. And those of you who are fans of Mystery Science Theater 3000, he was the host of the Netflix version. Jonah Ray is from Hawaii. Oh, that's right. Um, hence the passion fruit, orange, and guava. So it was a lot of flavors of uh, Hawaii. In of his homeland. Of his, of the land of his peoples. Which we stole from the which we ancestors. literally we did because yeah. he's a white person, but we stole yeah. from other people's ancestors. We talked about that last week. Yeah. That's a really yeah. great tie into your story, Melissa. I know. Way to go. So smart. So good. So hey, great. Hey, guess what, everybody? This is a part of the show five. where your old pal, engineer Bob, gets to pick a winner. Guess what oh, I man. like? What? Ribaldry. What you like? Ribaldry. I love a good ribald. That's one of my favorite things. You know, my it's second favorite? pleasure. Hey, you know what else I love? When I'm not ribalding, I love to fuck salmon. <laughs> That's another thing I love. <laughs> I love I feel like somehow personally affected by that. Potentially. I, I have a lot of questions. <laughs> sure. Then you can have them. And you know what else I love? I love the Krusty Bunch. Oh, those cowboys are oh, my favorite. Oh, the Krusty Bunch. But there's one thing I fucking hate. It's racist ghost Melissa wins. Oh! What? Racist ass ghost go lose in the loser pile. All right. Fine. But, but why are you upset you won? I know, but I'm like, but Wanda gave him her the comeuppance he deserved. It's, it's good. It's good. I'm glad he got it. I will take the W. That guy's gross. Glad that guy is gross. He deserved to lose. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you all for listening. He was like cartoonishly <laughs> evil. <laughs> yeah. I know, right? Like, yeah. Like you just see him know. being like in the ghost afterlife, just. It's a, it's one of those things where it's like, oh, there's no way anybody's that racist. No, <laughs> so they're like, oh, yeah, he well, super he was. Has, I, I, you know, people are always just like, I'm not racist, but, but yeah, mm. he's just like, I'm not racist. I didn't own people. I didn't yeah. own people. I just wanted everyone else to own people. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's no, he, he was different. Because he, he was, he goes, he goes, I am racist. People should own people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He owned, he's yeah. like, I don't care if you own them or not. He really was like, I'm trying to make slavery no longer a national discussion. It's legal. We're done. Like, oh. that was yeah, his no thing. more discussing. Let's just have people. No. Garbage guy. Oh. Garbage man. Garbage. I am so Shit. glad he's dead and pissed off in Hell the afterlife. Yeah. I'm glad he's not he's at peace. Dead. I am so glad he is not at peace. He's super dead. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you all for listening. Thank you for listening. Come back next week. We're going to do a, we got ideas on the docket. So that's coming. I'm so excited. So tune in, listen to podcast. Mom hate the beer. That's right. And there will be more booze. <laughs> more booze. And until then. Cheers. Cheers. Clinkies.